Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It's Thursday, and you know what that means. Uh, Steph Chase is in the house with me on Alex McCarthy's Wrestling Daily. She's the hot take queen, the ultra chat machine. Uh, I'm giving her all kinds of gimmicks now. Uh, Steph, how are you? I am very good. Thank you, Alex. Um, happy to be joining you on another Thursday after another good dynamite. And I feel so much anticipation for revolution, even though we've got another dynamite to go beforehand. But yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, absolutely. Another uh, barnstorming edition of Dynamite. NXT even put together a decent show this week, too. Um, interesting main event angle there. A lot of stuff going on on this Wednesday Night Wars, and we shall talk about it tonight on this show, guys. So you are welcome to join in. You're welcome to give your hot takes to Steph. You're welcome to drop into the chat. As Mark Mullow says, it is Alex and Miss Dynamite. <laughs> Miss Dynamite. I was going to do that. See me watching you did it. on a Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> you did it much better than I. Uh, SP3, Steph's coming for you, man. She's got pipes. Deary me. <laughs> no one has ever said that before, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, even, even if it was awful, I would have sold it big. I would have gone, that was great, Steph. That was so good. Uh, very supportive so- co-host. <laughs> <laughs> always. Always. Uh, so, guys, please do... Get your ultra chats and you know what to do. Get wrestletalk.com forward slash wrestling daily and get those hot topics in. Then the mod mother herself, the holy savior, will come in and drop those in for us and we will read them out on screen. So please do get involved. Uh, we like it very much. We love you. The heart and soul of the show is indeed the viewers. So please do get involved with us. Um, while we're here, Steph, we have to always say this. Wrestling Daily is on their new home. If you haven't yet, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you give us the thumbs up. All of that good stuff. Please do. Turn the notifications on. Whatever it takes. All of that jargon. You know what, Steph? Apparently, people will pay for tweets soon. Have you heard this? No, I have not heard this. Right. What? what? Bre- breaking news today. People can have super followers. This is a real thing. Uh-huh. And it's, it works like Patreon. So people will pay for your tweets. Oh, wow. My gosh. I should be monetizing my Dynamite tweets for sure. This is it. I mean, the AEW market. What, yeah. what else? You know, hang on a minute. If there's an AEW fan base who needs that that person to follow, it's got to be Steph. Has to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, Steph, I see that Teddy in your background. 
Yes, I know. I just saw it being mentioned in the chat, actually. Mean Mark. <laughs> this is an Undertaker teddy bear. Um, this is really old, and you can tell it's old because it has a Sarah tattoo <laughs> under its neck. Yeah. And so we, the last time I put it in a photo was at the Undertaker's final farewell, where I did I posed with it, and I photoshopped out the Sarah just in case he saw and got a little bit like I don't well, want those memories. Or or Michelle saw, right? Yeah. So <laughs> he is the Undertaker. Uh, and yeah, this is like your official WWE merchandise, the Undertaker. Uh, he's one of my favorite pals. And yeah. <laughs> Listen, the the, so the Undertaker is a hit in the chat. I'm not going to lie. Everyone. <laughs> is everyone just noticing him? Oh my yeah. gosh. I'm so glad he got his um, little moment of fame there. <laughs> Everybody is digging the underbear. What a great shell. I've got nothing but a terrible backdrop. Um, my daughter's oh, Switch controller. <laughs> That's about it. I got this guy as well. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Dig it. yeah, I love him too. This is Macho Man, my first ever favorite wrestler. And now I get to cuddle him, which is what I always wanted as a child yeah. to get to cuddle Mandy Savage. There you go. That was that was always the ambition. I uh, <laughs> I remember when I went to the BT um, launch party. I think I've told this story before. Um, did you get the goodie bag when you left, Steph? Yes. Yeah. Right. Right. What uh, what action figure did you get? Well, I got Alistair Black. No, oh, what? How did you? <laughs> I had the worst. End. How how was the get? So when I, when I opened it, right, I I wish I could find it now, but my daughters have like destroyed it. Um, I thought it was Rey Mysterio. I was like, oh my god, yeah, Rey, and then it turned out. No disrespect, it was Lynch Dorado. So I was, oh <laughs> I was, oh, I think it was a Grand Metalik actually. I think it was Grand Metalik, but either way, it wasn't Ray, and I was very upset because uh, I did the whole celebration. I was like, look at this, and then I was like, oh. Yeah. And, and my friend got yeah. Triple H. My friend got um, the Big Show, and I wasn't up for swapping. And maybe I should have swapped now. Given Who's that? Week. <laughs> Who is that? Show? Yeah, <laughs> Alistair got Big Show, and uh, yeah, and I got Alistair Black. But um, did you? Alistair, get one Alistair got Paul White. You mean he did? He did. <laughs> right. Okay. He did indeed get Paul White. Um, but did you get one of the little like bracelet? Uh, I did, and my daughter actually. Again, I wish I'd prepped this. <laughs> um, my daughter actually really does like that. And um, when we watch wrestling, that's all she talks about. She's like, oh, who's got the belt? Who's got the belts? So that's, I think that's the only thing she actually understands about wrestling is that yeah. you get a belt. Um, so she actually digs it. It was a little uh, universal title, a red one, though, oh, before nice. Roman changed it. Um, I got the NXT one. Right. So my, um, my friend, who was lucky enough to get Triple H, got the NXT women's, the NXT UK women's title, the white one. Really nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what did you have? Men's or women's? Uh, at men's, men's championship is here. There it is. Yeah. Um, but you know that was a very good goodie bag. I love a goodie bag. That it's as good. A very good one. I think it's as good as we've had, Steph. Like, yeah. You, you and I have been to the O2 shows, right? And they mm -hmm. give you like a DVD and maybe like a water bottle. 
and a t-shirt that yes yeah 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 that's like, like a survivor series team t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> yeah raw uh that, that's a gym shirt if there ever was one i yeah. i uh well I, I must confess when i went to the o2 so when you go in there for this is obviously only me and steph really know this in this chat but wwe have a uh a party per mm -hmm. se before they have raw at the o2 so every year like people of the media like steph and i and then there's like uh, you get some fake like Rita Aura was there one year. I don't know if you know that, Steph. She was there one year. Uh, Noel Clark, like loads of these famous sort of WWE fans, they go there and WWE host them and they give them three drinks. They give them, you know, food and then some superstars come around. You have photo ops and stuff. Like, um, I think one year I had a photo of like the Iconics, mm -hmm. I think, and Pete Dunn and Ember Moon. That was a weird tag team. But yes, they, <laughs> they, they had some uh, photo ops like that. And the party's great. Like obviously during the day, me and Steph will be doing interviews, but then you go to this party and it's like free drinks and stuff, and then you go straight in, you go straight into Raw. It's amazing. And um yeah, the, the goodie bag is maybe not as great as the party, but I will say on the sofas they have in there, do you remember what I'm talking about here, Steph? They've got the pillows, right? Like the branded yeah. pillows, raw and smelling. Yeah. I robbed one of those pillows. I took it. Come for me, WWE. I'm sorry. I took one of your pillows. I did. Oh my gosh, Alex. I don't think you had that in you. But I, wow. I took a raw pillow and I have no regrets, Steph. None. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You're a bad boy. Bad boy. Bad man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'll do it. That will do I just, it. I had to add journalism that I couldn't call you the bad boy British wrestler. Yes. That. that, that, that <laughs> That's what originally gave me the big laugh. I was like, I mean, there's some stiff competition, Steph. So uh, I don't know about that. Anyway, before we uh, let's move on to the Wednesday nights. And as usual, I feel like we should start with Dynamite, Steph. Now, yeah. as has become custom with this show, uh, the titular news is what we shall start on. And frankly, I thought it was an awesome segment. So I'm going to let Steph take it away. Sting is cleared for action, and what a good segment it was, Steph. Oh, it was so, so good. Like, um, starting off with one of our little Darby Allen-style videos, but then the reveal of Hook being in the body bag. Yeah. I'm blown away by that. There is something about Hook that I really like, and I don't know if it's just his name, but when I see Hook, I'm like, come <laughs> on, Hook. Like, I want Hook to be the future you know, mm -hmm. so yeah. the reveal that Hook was the one in the body bag, I, I was freaking out. And then Darby coming from the rafters, and it was less Sting, more Shawn Michaels WrestleMania, which, you know, that is the best uh, entrance of all time. Him zip lining down there, holding his skateboard like a goth angel. It was uh, a really, like, it was such a well set up segment. It was so well done. And then we saw Sting in the ring, Stinger Splash. The guy can go. Like, he can go. And I'm just very excited for this match. They they needed this so badly because last week, Sting taking that powerbomb, as buzzworthy as it was, it that really shocked me. Like, whoa, they laid out Sting. Like, they laid out this guy that no one is sure can actually wrestle. But they came back so strong this week with this angle it was really really good um and i'm even more excited now i just please someone let me know if hook is okay like <laughs> please let me know if he's okay maybe he can have some 
counseling with Marco Stunt about this kidnapping <laughs> problem. But I just, if anyone can just get a message to Hook to see if he's okay, that'd be great. But yes, yeah, great angle. Uh, I um, basically fell in love with Hook as soon as he did a suplex. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like the whole Taz, the Taz nostalgia. I was like, yeah, that's me. I'm a Hook fan. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm very interested to see where that goes. But you know, it wasn't that long ago that I was sitting here talking to you, Steph, and I was like, you know, I wish they would move this thing along a little bit. And in the last two weeks, I've been like, yeah, I'm fully in. And it was worth the wait. So I'm glad that, um, I'm glad that they have got to this point now. And Mm -hmm. to hear that Sting is fully cleared, it's not just like when Christian was cleared to get punted by Randy Orton, you know, it was like specific to that. Like Sting is full in, ready to go. I'm just so fascinated how they're going to do the match, how they're going to work. Like, Man, Sting's got to be motivated, but it's also like really about Derby, I guess, and the other guys. Like, there's a lot in play, and I think um, there were so many people that were like, "Oh, I, you know, oh, I don't have Sting wrestle again." But I think if they actually climbed off their like high horse and just looked at it in terms of entertainment, like, how can you not be kind of fascinated with what they're doing here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, I think. For me, like the complaint I've heard most, and you've heard it too, is like how slow this has been moving. And really, they bought they debuted Sting too soon, but at the same time, like Winter is Coming was the time to debut. Yeah. So you can't like it was such a great opportunity. Like the whole setup, it just works. So like, yeah, debut him then, and then we've had to kind of slowly move along and slowly just have have a lot of back and forths. And then some weeks you'll have something exciting, other weeks it's the same, like just talking to each other. But it has really, really picked up the pace in the last three weeks um, mm. since what happened to Darby. What happened to sting and then this retaliation but i think you know i'm always for like putting new guys over i have like big problems with the number of older guys in wwe this sting thing doesn't bother me at all i think he's going to be used correctly he's going to be used to elevate darby um i think that if anyone's going to going to um be the one that gets the pin in this match it will slash should be darby uh rather than sting um, and then you've got Ricky Starks in there that will be elevated as well by doing this match that everyone's watching. Maybe Hook can get a run in and everyone can like enjoy Hook as much as we do. But I, I'm very excited for it. I think Sting looks great. He looks in great shape. I know he's wearing face paint, but I know under that face paint, he looks very good as well. He looks nothing like um, his age and it, it's going to be great. And it, it's just so cool to see Sting wrestle again in this in this capacity and, and know that he's not going to get totally jobbed out <laughs> yeah well i mean the hoodlums as it were um i do think you know the difference i guess with wwe and their elder talent is that like it's pretty much across the board like the whole roster yeah. is of an age yeah. right whereas sting is being plugged into an angle where there's lots of young talent that can benefit like it's it's almost tactical it's it's very different in my opinion if you use yeah. people use people correctly like that it can work and wwe have even done that to effect years prior but now they just haven't really properly prepared their roster and like you know i i didn't really think about it till the other day like the miz is 40 the miz no, 40 no. i was just they like did, wow. like it's crazy because so soon they're running out of they're going to run out of guys to bring back like it already feels like they're scraping the barrel a bit, but at some point, like there's gonna be, you know, in say 10, 15 years time, they're gonna be like, Wow, we've brought back 
Uh, <laughs> we think of someone that they're not used to. Correct. We brought back Cesaro, and everyone will be like, "Yeah, you would really? Yeah. He's not a legend." And they're gonna be like, "The legendary?" No, like he <laughs> jobbed him out through his whole career. Um, they're just not good at building for the future. But AWR, even just the fact that <clears throat> they have Hook in here on TV, like Hook's not wrestling, he's not doing matches, he's training, he's Taz's son, but they've chosen that however young he is, he looks about 19 or something, to mm. like put him on TV and we don't need him to do anything other than to be there. And that is still building up Hook for the for the time that he does eventually wrestle and um and gets a storyline. I think um the only comparison you could probably make is Dominic Mysterio, right? Who's yeah. probably a little bit further along, but because Dominic has the smartest dad in in, in wrestling, saying like, "Skip that NXT crap." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Roger, yeah. like, come here, son. <laughs> Smart dad. Smart <laughs> yeah, and you know, and I I do think he's ultra talented too. So I mean, WWE need to, need some more of that, to be honest. Like that fresh blood doesn't help, doesn't hurt that who he's related to as well. Let me ask you this, quick, Steph. You know, when I was just saying about like the sting detractors, you see it on Twitter, yeah. people going like, let him retire, or like, oh, what? right? Or like, you <laughs> know, or <laughs> exactly. They're like, oh, I don't want to see sting in a ring. Like, I'll, I'll liken it to this. Sometimes I think people just say things to say it, right? Like, yeah. um, here's an example chair shots to the head, widely, right, on a, on a mainstream, have been banned, right? Mm -hmm. I like chair shots to the head, though. <laughs> like, but you'll get people going, "Oh no!" Like you know, just because they think that's the right thing to say. Do you know what I mean? They'll be like, "Oh no, you you can't do that." And I get why there aren't chair shots to the head. Like that's not the point. The point is, visually, they are still very good, right? Like in terms of like more effective than, "Oh, here comes an axe handle." Oh no, you've hit me in the gut with a chair every time, right? Like it, it's more impactful. So I enjoy watching that back in the day. So I'm not going to all of a sudden go, oh, no, that sucks. But you get a lot of people, right? Even though it's very interesting watching this thing. I don't really think you can sit there and say it's not cool to see him, you know, get his moment, however old he is. But people just go, because he's old, they think it's a cool, you know, almost a easy thing to say where it's like, oh, I don't want to see him wrestle again. And then they're probably going to watch him wrestle. Like, <laughs> don't be that person is what I'm saying. What do you think, Steph? Do you think that uh, wrestling, wrestling fans are a little like that? Yeah, I agree. I mean, there's, you know, there's um, a certain section, I think, because there is a, an AWWE battle where it's like you can't, you can't be happy about Sting if you're not happy about Goldberg. That is not true. <laughs> that is not the, the same. The message is so, so different. And it even pertains to Edge as well, who's, who's not anywhere near as old as, as Sting. But, like, if anyone's saying let Sting retire, like, man, Sting is not being uh, held hostage and forced to wrestle. Like, this guy wants to do it, and it's it's a very – I mean, maybe we're, we're going to talk about the Paul White thing, but mm -hmm. when I saw that Paul White had signed, like, that was one of the most shocking bits of news I'd, I'd heard recently. And it just – you know, I, I did a tweet about this, that these guys are – Guys that could just sit at home and take legends deal money. Like, imagine being paid people, to sit at home and do people, nothing. People should pay for that tweet, Steph. That's what they should do. <laughs> they should. But imagine, <laughs> like, if someone said to me, like, we can pay, pay you to sit at home, do nothing, and just make a load of T-shirts with your face on them. 
nice. But All right. these, these guys, um, they obviously have more left in them that they want to give and um, they want to be doing this. So I just think the very fact that Sting is, is in AEW means how much he wants it and still wants to give back to the business. And it's interesting because he's not someone that, he, he's just like someone that's quietly gone along his career and we as people have not really realized how much Sting loves wrestling. You know, do you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it, it, it's just, he's, I don't know. I never got the impression that he was a guy that like now in 2021 would still want to be doing stuff. And he clearly does have a real, real passion for it. And it's cool I, and good for him. I think it's the way it ended more than anything else that he kind of, same, same as Edge. He just wants to maybe write his own story and enjoy it because mm -hmm. WWE didn't use him. And that does lead us into the Paul White news. You know, lots of people were asking for your opinions in the chat yesterday. Um, wow. I, I think when it comes to Paul White, so I said something similar and I did on Twitter today as well. I was like, good, good for him. Like, you know, people were like, oh, you know, nobody enjoyed the last few things he did on WWE TV. It's like, is that really a, a comparison to make? Like, is that really something to hold against him? Because I think from the from what I have seen from AEW thus far, they've utilised legends and people with experience very, very well. And there's no reason, like, as one of the most talented big men, certainly of his generation, if not ever, in well, in the early days for sure, there's lots of things he can bring to the party, in, whether it be helping those you know, younger talents around him, those big men, you know, there are a few obviously in AEW now or, you know, lending a hand or just his profile and commentary and having the occasional match, i.e. where he put over Braun Strowman. I really don't think it's a, there was way too much negativity for me around, I mean, it's Twitter, but there, there was too much, too much kind of detractors going, oh, you know, AEW signing WWE cast-offs and all that stuff. Like, I didn't see it that way at all. I thought WWE should have valued Big Show more. And when it came to re-upping his deal and he's not going to get used and he's just going to sit around, he want, you know, he's in the best shape of his life. Or yeah, it took him a long time to get there, but he is. I say, good for him. Go, go enjoy the winter of your career. Why not? up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. 
like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, uh, all right, big show takes coming. <laughs> a confession to make about the big show situation. So I got the 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 press release when I was uh, I was like doing um a, a video thing. So you know, like you just get like the the top of the email. Yeah. It's like you know, AEW announces the signing of Paul White. I was so not expecting this that mm. my first thought was. Who the hell is this guy <laughs> as the big show? That was my first thought. So yeah. I Googled Paul White to see if there was some indie wrestler called Paul White before I opened the, the press release properly. And obviously they didn't call him the big show. Went on Twitter and saw that Paul White is all elite graphic. I was just like, like it needed a moment of what? Yeah. But, um, you know, I can't sit here and pretend to be a big show fan uh, or a big big show fan. You know, he's um, he was definitely good at a certain time. I remember his WWE debut back at St. Valentine's Day Massacre, um, and I remember him in in WCW as well. Uh, and I don't think that he ever was used correctly by either promotion at all. Um, and he probably sees that too. But I think that my reaction to it was just really like good for him and it's a great coup for for aw like should they be signing wwe cast-offs no but he's not a wwe cast-off he's someone that that made the decision to leave he's not someone that got fired or released or anything he's he's decided to come over so he's not a cast-off um he's not like some performance center trainee that they just you know cut um He's a he's a huge name in this business. The guy's had his own Netflix show. You know, I think he does have a lot to offer. Um, I think he can really help a lot of the wrestlers as well with his experience. Um, and I think that uh, Chris Jericho has absolutely set the standard for what a wrestler should do when they reach a certain point in their career, mm-hmm. um, when they get to the 50 mark and when they've, they get to the... Um, over like two decades, two and a half decades in the, in the business, like he's on three decades now, but he has set the standard for what you can do with that part of your career. If you want to stay relevant, help the business give back and and be someone important. And I think that the big show has seen that and realized what he could get out of just coming over to AW, doing even doing commentary and doing a match once every six months if he wants. Um, and being a part of that, so I think it's really cool. Good for the Big Show. I'm, uh, I'm proud of him. Good for mm. or Paul White, as as he is now called, and he is the only Paul White in wrestling, as I found out. We know this soccer announcement. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I was too. Like, I, it just wasn't a signing that I expected. But when I took a second to think about it, I was like, "There's a lot of different things you can do with." You know, he's always going to have the size. Mm-hmm. He's always going to have 
the you know the name value like you know, obviously I put it out on Talksport yesterday and immediately it was like a big story. Everyone knows who the big yeah. show is. You know, seven foot guy. So I understand the many facets. He's a charismatic guy as well. That's kind of an underrated facet of him. Yeah. Um, I've, I'm not clamoring to see a big show run per se. Like I'm not sitting there thinking, wow, the matches he can have. But I don't doubt that he can do some, yeah, there'll be some cool moments. I'm, I don't doubt that. And, you know, they'll put some stuff together. So yeah, I, uh, I, I don't, I don't see it as a, as a negative anyway. I mean, there's no need to see it as that at this stage. Uh, let's get back to dynamite half an hour in again. We've done like one segment. Um, <laughs> uh, let, let's talk about Moxley, man. Cause obviously he beats uh, the Hollywood hunk, Ryan Nemeth uh, to kick off the show, but it's, it's not the match that everyone's talking about. It's the promo. Yeah, he is the man for promos. Like Moxley can can sell anything, and I think that anyone that has looked at this uh, announcement of an exploding barbed wire match and just thought, "Wow, that sounds like not silly, but like something that AEW shouldn't be doing." You know, like in a way um, beneath them because it's like such a hardcore style, and they're this mainstream promotion. But Moxley can sell anything in such a serious and real level that I, I don't know how you can't be be sold on that match and his um, and you just know he's gonna put so much into it and he's just probably the best promo in the business either him or Kingston um, with the way that they can just be so sincere and unbelievable and just their delivery is awesome so yeah another great promo from him to to sell the match. Um, and I was happy it was such a good promo because did you hear him on um, Observer Radio when he was like, uh, I did. I'm saving my thoughts for Dynamite. So <laughs> I'm just for his thoughts on Dynamite. <laughs> yeah, it was very good. Steph, I have to say, there's a lot in the chat about your mic being low, perhaps. Is it your oh, sitting? Really? Are you sitting away? Uh, is, is the volume adjusted? I don't know. I will try and adjust it. I will try and adjust it. Let us know in the chat once Steph talks again how that's working out. And uh, hopefully you won't have to turn your volume way loud to hear Steph from now on and her <laughs> piping hot takes. Um, just so I'm going to dabble into the chat while Steph fiddles. Uh, Mark Mello says, Alex, when is your WrestleTalk radio show? That doesn't exist, my friend. WrestleTalk do not have a radio. Um, but I understand the mistake because my show is called Talk Wrestling. Um <laughs> So that that's understandable. Yes, on Talksport, as Norin has um, alluded to down here, it's seven till nine UK time on Monday. Every Monday, there is a radio show on Talksport two. The rest of the week, you find me here on YouTube Tuesday to Friday. So I stay busy. Don't you worry about that. But so does Steph. Steph, what do you get up to, man? You've got your AEW show on Fridays, right? Yeah, um, hopefully I'm louder now, everyone. I hope so. Um, but yeah, on Fridays, I, I do my um, show over my YouTube channel talking all about AW, everything. This week, we'll be talking Dynamite. We'll be talking more, more about Paul White, getting ready for Revolution. Next week, I have so much planned starting on Tuesday, um, right up until the day after Revolution. I will be uploading an AW-related video every day to my YouTube channel. So if you love AEW, please uh, subscribe for that because I will have so much AEW content. It will it blow your mind. <laughs> I've said this before and I will say it again. If you are an AEW fan or you enjoy that show, 
I don't, there isn't a content creator that is as regular and as good, passionate as Steph. So I highly, highly recommend Thank you, that, that you follow that. I've always got your back, Steph. Don't you worry about that. Um, let's keep moving through the show. We've kind of touched on Team Taz and, and obviously what, what they got up to. They did beat the Varsity Blondes prior to that. Jake Hager and Brandon Cutler. I mean, Hager needed a win, really, Steph. Like, he hasn't really been up to much lately in ring wise. No. It's it's weird. I was looking at his when I was previewing this dynamite, I was looking at his cage match, and it's very bare actually for recent, you know, matches since he's been in, in AEW, other than getting involved in multi-man matches. So he did need a win. Um Brandon Cutler needs a win too, though. But <laughs> yeah. That's his gimmick, but uh, I thought this was absolutely fine. Uh, I think it was more about the angle afterwards with Jericho and MJF and Papa Buck. But I will say that Brandon Cutler is one of those guys that I can only feel sympathy for uh, because he does just try and be a good friend and then he ends up in a match with Jake Hager. (laughs) (laughs) I must say, uh, I do think that uh, the Papa Buck angle was good you know they, they've obviously they so they got color there's the truck back there with the young bucks picture they cut the promo lob him into it his blood smeared on his sons um i can't think of an angle like that to hand and i love original stuff so yeah. uh, i i dig it i loved it so much i was so shocked as well because <clears throat> I totally saw a confrontation between Jericho and Papa Buck happening. Did not see this. I Obviously, it's another example of kidnap, which really is a problem in um, this A real movie, problem. Yeah. But in wrestling in general, it seems. But I, I just, it was like, it, it, it was very, um, I don't know, it was just so shocking. Like their poor dad just being bloodied up like that and then the way they had the blood smeared on like the picture of of nick and matt it it was just really awful and then i just i thought about you know what like we had hook being taken in a body bag son of taz and then we had the father of the young bucks being assaulted so i was like what's going to happen next like someone needs to hide their auntie because they're just going through their family members here on dynamite like, it's not it's not safe like i said if you're on dynamite you're going to get kidnapped if you're in nxt you're going to get beaten up in the parking lot that's that's basically <laughs> it uh also on dynamite uh hangman page obviously got the victory over Isaiah cassidy but the main thing that i took away from this apart from the fact that i love hangman page by the way is uh the dark order once again to the rescue of Hangman uh, getting involved. It seems like maybe the direction after this will be Hardy versus the Dark Order in some capacity or something. He did vow to, you know, put away every member of them after the match and whatnot. Mm. So, um, but we like Hangman and the Dark Order, like friends, not too close, but they're close. I like it. I love it so much because like this is this is shaping up to be one of the greatest love stories ever told in wrestling. <laughs> like if you watch Being the Elite, the the way I truly feel like the character the Dark Order are there to convey how we all feel about Hangman because yeah. we all love Hangman and are just watching him like, oh Hangman Page, like handsome cowboy, and like that's how they they you know feel about him and it is a great love story i love every time they're together i love the little bit at the end where silver and Reynolds were going to take their shirts off for for page but <laughs> but then they got interrupted it's it's really good and and i think that 
keeping this going between Hangman and the Dark Order, it, it's just great. It makes for great content of being the elite, but also what they do on Dynamite's really good as well. Absolutely. It, if there is a relatively big crowd when there's like a final moment where Paige and Dark Order like embrace or something, yeah. it would be huge. The pop would be enormous. Uh, Mark Mullow says, what are these hot takes anyway? Well... Essentially, we have some videos that we will play shortly or ultra chats that come in. And from there, Steph and I dissect them. Should Steph feel yes. particularly strongly about them, the fan comes out. Isn't that right, Steph? And that's when yeah. business picks up. That's when you know it's a hot tick. <laughs> <laughs> so they are coming shortly. We're just going to wrap up Dynamite here. Uh, Britt Baker lost to Nyla Rose. I know a lot Shocker. of people... I know a lot of people were uh, shocked by that. And I said earlier, I feel like maybe they're lining up Nyla Rose for Yuka, maybe, because Yuka's been like the ultimate underdog babyface thus far, and that would be like the biggest thing to overcome. Could just be my Yuka bias speaking. That's very possible. Um, because obviously Thunder Rosa, we, we've, we've still got in the mix too. Um I don't know. There, 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 there's a lot of things in place, Steph. How do you see it playing out? Uh, a lot of people also said that they thought maybe they did this to prevent Baker and run Rosa so quickly yeah. after that. You know, they want more of a build the next time those two come around. I feel that because when Baker won her previous match, like she was all about calling out Thunder Rosa, even though she had Nala Rose next. So mm. that was like a little red herring because it just seems so clear that this, that Baker was going to win and then, then she didn't. Um, and it's, it's so hard because I really want to see Thunder Rosa as champion, but I think there's some stuff preventing that, like such as her being in NWA. And I'm not sure if we want to see like Nala Rose take that again. I don't think she's ready for it because she hasn't really been doing much since she lost it mm -hmm. so yeah it, it's it's certainly like throwing a real curveball in the tournament and i'm glad i didn't put money any money down in brick baker because i was so certain she was winning the whole thing yeah i thought so Moving along, Lance Archer defeating Phoenix. The Phoenix, again, just showing what a ridiculous, ridiculous talent he is. Uh, it's basically a qualifier for the ladder match at Revolution. I must say, the only thing that makes me sad about all of this is Phoenix not being in the ladder match. Like, that seems like a crime, doesn't it? It's it's so strange to, like, put those... I don't understand why, like, Cody Penta and Scorpio Sky get got a buy into this match and then you're making Lance Archer and Phoenix two guys who in the past couple of weeks have proven themselves more than anyone like they've worked really hard they've done great matches why are they the two guys that need a qualifier so we can only have one of them it was kind of sad I I wouldn't have done that at all I would have put them both in the match um they were just really good okay let's do uh, before we uh, get to NXT and then the ultra chats let's have a look at a hot take that we have in the chamber. We've got two here. We've got one from WrestleScope and one from Tempest. So we'll start with WrestleScope. Hey, Alex and Steph. Everybody subscribe to Steph's YouTube channel. 
with Tony Khan announcing that there's going to be new and old stars coming to Dynamite and some mysteriously open spots on Revolution, I think AEW is going to make some shock moves, just like the Paul White signing, that are going to force WWE into some major changes, including a main event spot at WrestleMania. Even though WWE doesn't recognize, quote-unquote, what's going on elsewhere, I think they're going to have to react, and it's going to happen at WrestleMania. Wrestle Scope there with the hot take. Um, main event at WrestleMania ramifications, he says. I can't see that happening off the back of a big show signing. Um, but if Tony Khan does continue to make moves, you know, of course they have to take notice. For me, I think I've said this before, it's not so much about AEW and WWE like, or closing the gap. It's just about AEW continuing to do what they do and they will continue to grow and get better. Like that, That's the goal because WWE basically operate in their own sphere. Um, and I honestly think Vince McMahon, in his own weird little world, um, I think he's probably the hardest man to get to change anything ever. So um, will he do anything reactionary? I think that's really hard to say. I, I can't see it, Steph, but yeah. I don't. I think that Vince thinks that what he's currently doing is the really good reaction. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I think in his head, he's like, guys, you know, AW are doing this like crazy exploding barbed wire death match, but what is going to get the people to watch us instead? We're going to put the belt in the Miz, and we're not going to keep coming. <laughs> and that's it. Like, he's thinking like that. Like, he's thinking that Edge is such a, a big deal too. Edge has been like, quite the disaster meetings wise uh, stuff like it's not caught on so i don't think that he's going to react in any way especially before wrestlemania i think that um a reaction is going to take a lot longer and i'm not really sure how he could react because it's not as if he's he's really building up any hot star the hottest person is is roman um i think the the biggest thing you could you could do is get Roman to call in a huge family favor or something, and that would be something that we'd all be talking about. But as far as uh, Tony Khan bringing in new and old people, I think Tony Khan has a lot of tricks up his sleeves. Um, I really do. And this big show one we didn't see coming, and I think there's going to be some other stuff we didn't see coming as, as well. Um, yeah. I think Tony Khan best booker in the business by a mile right now. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think Roman rock is probably what, two years away now. Cause that's when Hollywood is yeah. right. So yeah. it's a long time. It'd be interesting to see where we are at that point, metric wise between AW and WWE and how close the things get. So anyway, before we get into NXT, here's hot take Tempest. What's going on wrestling daily. It's the fact checker Tempest here from WrestleTalk.com, And I've got another hot take. It's been a little while, but I've come to the conclusion that I believe that Shawn Michaels' match with Kurt Angle at WrestleMania 21 is better than his match with The Undertaker at either WrestleMania 25 or 26. This is not an objective opinion, anything like that, even though an objective opinion doesn't exist. It's an opinion. I might be wrong, but personally, this is the match I prefer. Have a good one. Like, I, I want to really disagree with him, but also... Kind of not, because oh, like both of like the angle Michaels match is literally a work like amazing work of art. If you actually watch mm -hmm. that in isolation, I think maybe because it's you know it wasn't even like the top build match on that card, or maybe it was just the time of it or whatever. Maybe people isn't celebrated like it should be. 
But you could make the case that's the best match of Angle's career, and he had an amazing career, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think the Undertaker-Michaels element is perhaps because of who's involved as much as what actually transpired. Like They are two bona fide, long-time legends that... You know, there was already so much um, love and equity invested in them from years in WWE. And then they go on and put on that match at the, like, winter of their career. That's kind of rare. Like, you know, I, I say the winter of their career. Undertaker wrestled another nine years. <laughs> what should have been. Yeah, yeah. But what we all thought was the winter <laughs> of their careers. Um, and, and, it, you know, I know Tempest isn't saying they're not great matches because that would be lunacy. Yeah. They are great matches. But to say angles, but I can understand that take step. I'm not gonna yeah, go as I'm not gonna go as far as to be like, yes, that is bang on the money better. I still think the Michaels take a first match of the two is the better of the two. Mm-hmm. I think was that 25? I think. Um, that's the better of the two. But um I can totally understand, like if I was to sit there and just watch you, you can't lose. The angle match is amazing as well. I, I can definitely get that take because they're different too with the technical aspect. So yeah. Yeah, it's no, it's not a wild take or anything or a particularly hot take. I'll use my fan anyway. <laughs> but you know what? You can't go wrong with Shawn Michaels and Kurt Angle, really. Uh, it was a very different match to what he had with The Undertaker. I think there was a lot in The Undertaker. It won in both matches, like so much um, emotion and these people that we'd all kind of grown up with through the 90s having this match at that point in the career, as you said. Uh, and then the ankle one is something totally different. The ankle one is more showing what a great, you know, wrestler Sean is, um, as well as great, like, in-ring storyteller. And, um, you know, Angle's just fantastic too. So, yeah, if, if Tempest thinks that, I would not I would not argue with him. We would not begrudge him that. No, the, uh, you know, I, like even though I remember the early embers of that match where Michaels is proving that he can wrestle on the ground with Kurt Angle and he's getting him frustrated. Yeah. And then and then the gas tank, they really step on it the last 10 minutes. And so it's just amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. All speaks to Shawn Michaels, man, and his body of work. Ridiculous. Really was. Um, let's get into NXT before we don't. Um <laughs> Let's talk about. <laughs> I was gonna say, should we start at the the choice they made at the beginning of that show? Well, listen, I know Mayor Painsville Dan, Mayor Painsville Dan will love to talk about this. Uh, Steph, is Loomis gonna win the title from Gargano? Is that where we're heading? You know what? Maybe because it wouldn't surprise me at all. I was just, I couldn't believe it when I turned on NXT this morning and they were starting off with a Dexter Loomis match. And not even that, like, this match went so long. I know <laughs> everything Gargano does goes so long. Yeah. But this is ridiculous. I was, I was just thinking, if you were a channel hopper, you know, you see Moxley come out. Uh, I know, you know, he's not wrestling big star, it's Ryan Nemeth, but Moxley just in himself is, is a total star. Then he cuts this amazing promo, flicks the other channel, it's Dexter Loomis. I don't know. <laughs> and this is, this Dexter Loomis is being booked by someone who is obsessed with uh, watching true crime and feeling sympathy for the criminals because, like, that is how his character is being booked. Like, this guy, he might kidnap you, hold you hostage, but what's going on with him? Like, why is he doing this? We should be sympathetic to him. I, like, 
whoever whoever is booking this is also writing letters to to people in jail <laughs> they can offer <laughs> to marry them <laughs> well let's uh pivot from that i want there's one thing i do want to talk about that was really good um and i'm gonna surprise some people here because i haven't been big on him thus far this was the best use of carrying cross yet in my opinion, the brawling that he had with Escobar and that. And I know you can be nitpicky and be like, you know, the three on one or whatever, but uh, brawl, like brawler Escobar, like, you know, just uncaged and wrecking um, cross. Sorry. I can dig that version as opposed to yeah. the spiritual supernatural. Oh, he, he dominates everyone he gets in the ring with. I liked wrecking ball carry on cross. Yeah, I think it's a much better presentation of him. He He's not good enough in the ring to be presented, I think, in any other way. I think leaning to more of him being a, a big guy brawler type and you get something better. But Escobar's really great as well. And he yes. definitely, it's so interesting that they've put Carrying Cross, this like monster with the cruiserweight, but I think it's to get some better work out of him, really. And it's, it's working. Yeah, I, I think it's actually a very, very smart pairing. Both of them have benefit from it thus far. So well, I was, initially I was a bit like, really? But I enjoyed it. Last night I was into it. I'm not going to lie. Um, and secondly, before I touch on the other end of the card, Adam Cole explains himself. Now, obviously the important thing here is that Kyle O'Reilly's on the sideline. Adam Cole comes out. And he gives us the whole like Alexa Bliss elimination was it elimination chamber where she did the whole oh, and then did the flip. Adam Cole was like, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. He's like, you know, I wish I hadn't done it. It's on me to make amends. Roddy Strong comes out and he's a bit like, nah, you know, you're not. Obviously puts Cole down, but then feels instantly bad. Cole is like, you know, that they embrace. And it's like, I love you, brother. And, and then he gets the low blow and Cole really has turned, cements it. He's away from everyone now. Cole is solo. Steph, what did you think? I thought it was a good angle. Uh, I'm interested to see what a solo Cole can do. I think it's been something he's definitely needed, um, you know, freshening up for a long time. And and Pat McAfee was right, wasn't he? Adam Cole is just not a nice guy. Pat knows. Pat, (laughs) Pat's the man. Come back, Pat. <laughs> Please come back, Pat. That, I echo I echo that sentiment. Uh, elsewhere on NXT, uh, we got to see Casey Catanzaro in there with Zaylee. That's a cool match for me. I love both of those women. Um, I mean, it wasn't that much of a match before Zaylee then got disqualified, and we all know what the story is progressing with there. Caden Carter trying to get to this mysterious entity, but Casey Catanzaro um, was back in the ring, left alone, and she got um, kicked. I believe, by Zaylee. So it's just furthering that story. This seems they're going in that direction. But Zoe Stark's got an outing against Io Shirai. I don't know if you saw this today, but um, Dave Meltzer was saying that he thinks it, uh, Io Shirai's work is... I don't, I don't want to, like, misquote him. I think I'm paraphrasing. Yes. But he was essentially saying she's a little bit sloppy. He was saying that she's not as good up close as you'd think. Yeah. And and he said the same for Rhea Ripley too. Um, I, th- I don't know. I haven't seen her close enough to, <laughs> to mm. comment. Looks good on TV though. She looks yeah, good on TV. We'll say that much. I mean, I, I again, I don't want to like go into battle about it too much, but I will say that I'm a fan of both of those women, and I've never looked at them and been like, "Oh, that's sloppy or terrible." And maybe Dave Meltzer sees things. His highly educated brain probably sees things that mine 
does not. Um, but there you go. I thought that both of those women's segments were decent. The Starks-Shirai match, I mean, it's not the best, but at the same time, it, you know, it was kind of there to give Starks a bit of a platform. And I feel like Shirai gave her quite a lot of the match to do that. Yeah, it was very interesting to see someone like you immediately get a match with um, Io Shirai and go so long with her. So part of me was like, that's so cool. They're they're building up a new woman. But then at the same time, I kind of feel like they don't know what to do with all the women that they have. So right now, because it, it feels like the most kind of unsure time for the women's division. But yeah, and, and, you, and you face can't hurt. No, absolutely. Uh, you're right here. Unrealised thoughts. So I did win by TKO. My apologies. I'm skipping through the action like I am. Um, yes, her kicks are pretty damn bad. So, you know, Casey took a beating. As you'd ex- I mean, that's pretty much going to be her career in WWE. <laughs> it's what underdog baby face is. So, you know, getting ragdolled around everywhere. That's pretty, you know, she better get used to it. Um, but yeah, still, I thought it was a good showcase for Zaylee. I do think the title picture isn't that far away from her. Um, I do want to point out as well, just before we get into the ultra chats in the end, some interesting development. You know, Grizzled Young Vets did beat Killian Dane and Drake Maverick, but the main thing about that after was Imperium catching Killian Dane backstage and kind of being like, "What the hell happened to you? Like you used to be a monster." And Killian Dane kind of flashing him that look as if to say, "Hmm, it's, it's getting the cogs turning." I think on you know i don't think dana maverick's here for the long run no i don't think so either um i can't say i'm excited by by killian dean returning to being a monster Mm. or him not returning to be a monster it's fine but yeah i don't think him being paired with drake maverick is like the great push his you know for his career or anything especially since he is a such a big guy it's another bit of a joke thing isn't it yeah I mean, we also had the the cross between Isaiah Swerve Scott and Leon Ruff uh, continues, but I thought the best part of all of that was Malcolm Bivens actually getting the chance to talk. Um, mm. I don't know, you know, it. I could be wrong, but Tyler Russ seems like the perfect talent for Malcolm Bivens. Like he probably needs a charismatic yeah. guy like that. Um, and as Dakota Kai said on Twitter, man, like. Absolutely give more time to Malcolm Bivens because even in the short little burst that he had there, uh, you know, antagonising, he was really good. He was really good, yeah. Let's get to the Ultra Chats with seven minutes to spare. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Christ! I did say Steph was the Ultra Chat Queen, and now I'm going to have to swallow it. Mark Board says, Hi, Steph and Alex. I really enjoyed the number one contender tourney so far, but disappointed they've not aired more of the matches on TNT. Until AEW and WWE treat the women as equals, many fans won't see them that way. Also, any word if B Priestley will return to AEW? I think Tony Khan explained that the reason they have trying to put the matches across different platforms are to attract viewers. You made a good point about Bleacher Report and their reach. Um, I understand the logic, you know, I understand the other end of the argument. Yeah, I want to see it on TV too and get their shine. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, I I, I don't think it's, you know, uh, it's almost inferred that it's like a malicious thing where it's like, oh, we'll just put the women down here. I don't think it's like that. Um, I don't think it's that at all. They're giving the women like their own 
um separate like platform like this show on monday yeah. that showcased them even the fact that they're doing a women's tournament in japan like half of a tournament in japan to showcase japanese talent using um the the ice ribbon dojo and stuff i i think it shows like the investment that they do have in the women's division and they definitely made a lot of strides there so i don't have any problems with like where these matches are airing and and i think that it's up to all the fans to you know really support it and, and watch it whenever they can in these different platforms yeah um as for b Priestley, um i like b i've spoken to her a few times in interviews and stuff she's currently alongside uh, her fiance Boyfriend, husband, I don't even know. Boyfriend, Will Osprey in in Japan right now, um, and that's been going well for them. I think the only reason that she, you know, it, they severed ways in the first place was um, was just because of the travel, right? Like she always came in from Japan to do the tapings and come back. Now with quarantines and stuff, that just obviously wouldn't work. So um, I, I fully expect her to appear in an AW ring at some point again in the future, but. Um, yeah, I, I mean, now's not the time. I think we're months yeah. and months away until things get remotely normal and then you can consider that again. Um, Ricardo Holt says, public service announcement, Maki Ito. That is all. Bow down, Sims. <laughs> I saw Maki Ito tweet earlier because I follow her and you're stupid if you don't. Um, I follow her, yeah. She was basically telling Sims to bring her donuts. Bring her. <laughs> okay. She's so great. She's so, so like, She's just great. Just an injection of fun and a really cool um, background and story. And being in in an idol group and everything. Just mm -hmm. she's great in the tournament. And yeah, I think if they maybe like if things had been different, she would have gone further. Because I think that there's probably some kind of like visa issues behind the booking where the women yeah. that have already been are the easiest women to get forward. But she got a good platform and people loved her. Kenny said to me, Kenny Omega, the other day, um, that if he has his way and like when travel's lifted, the women you're seeing in the tournament now will be signed mm -hmm. by AEW. And I would fully expect Makito to be yeah. in that list. Uh, so, yeah, very exciting. Carol Wands, hey, Alex and Steph, how are both of you today? I'm good, Steph. I'm good. Sting is going to wrestle again. I can't wait. Uh, no matter who he goes against, it will be great. But the real news here is me saying, congrats to my man. My love, CM Chris, on becoming a mod. I love you, honey. Hashtag Elite Good Eggs. Ah, oh, it warms my cockled heart. Um, tremendous, tremendous. Uh, I, uh, Steph, are you aware of this? Right, the the engagement. You've yeah, okay. I didn't, I didn't know. You know, with all these co-hosts, I'm not sure who catches what. But that is the the love story of wrestling daily manifesting wow. itself before our very, very eyes. And Uptown Overdown makes a good point. Sean Rossap did sort of an interview with Maki Ito. Go watch it. He did. He had somebody. Uh, he had like a translator, and then he has a video of it, and he has somebody coming in to read Maki Ito's part. So I think as 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 about as good as you could do it. To be fair, with you know yeah. the. The language barrier so i do uh i do concur what uptown avondale says there uh ian mullane says i hope we see wardlow destroy show in 12 to 18 months after he breaks free from mjf also as phoenix has made to the first row from a dive how long until he reaches the fifth row i mean i'm sure he could if he wanted to basically i do like the wardlow idea steph i like that too though i am worried about 
if Wardlow won't look as big when he's next to the big show, yeah. I think that's what does do, does worry me. But anything to do with Wardlow, I'm here for. Uh, anything building up to the singles push for Wardlow. So, yeah, if he wants to go over the big show in a couple of months, that'd be great. Tremendous. I'd be totally here for that. WrestleScope, obviously, who gave us the hot take. Thank you very much. Steph, this is for you, Steph. Who do you want to win the Casino Tag Team Battle Royal, the Dark Order? Where can I send you Dexter Loomis and Fiend stuff? Love your AEW takes in capital letters here. Subscribe to Steph's YouTube channel. Uh, Tag Team Battle Royal, I would love to see the Dark Order win it. I I, I really would. Um, But also, uh, have, have Proud and Powerful been announced in it? I'm not even sure. If they've been announced, I would like to see them because I'm certain that Jericho and MJF are taking these tag team titles. Yeah, me too. Like the money I didn't put on Britt Baker will be going on MJF and Jericho for, for the tag team championship revolution. Yeah. we So we know that Silver and Reynolds are in there, right? Yes, Silver and Reynolds are in. I'll look, it, I'll look it up. I'll look it up another time. Uh, we don't have time. We've got ultra chats. Uh, Matty says, hey, Alex and Steph, how are you both? I am good, Matt, Steph. I'm still good. <laughs> still good. It's getting better, if anything. Uh, I loved both AEW and NXT. The Adam Cole stuff, I love. Uh, really looking forward to Revolution. It should rule. Also, I hope the MSP for Calden Beef is okay after being flooded with notifications after Mick Foley tagged her by accident. I saw that. Uh, Foley trying to give Big Show the rub and he took in AEW and he ended up tagging an MP from Scotland. So that's <laughs> really? very, yeah. And he didn't delete it either. He just kept it. And then he sent another tweet saying, Soz. Wow. Very, very wow. good. Very good, Mick. Thank you, May. Uh, Mayor Batesfield Tan is here and he says, hello guys. I hope you're doing fine. Wasn't this episode of NXT absolutely sensational? He says, at WrestleTalk.com, I post the results. I cannot tell you how sweet it was to know that Dexter Loomis defeated Johnny Gargano. The Dex Express is unstoppable. Next, the North American champ. Oh, he probably is. <laughs> the next yeah, North he, he probably champ. is. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Pride and Powerful are on the Tag Team Battle Royal graphic. There you have cool. it. Cool. So, yeah, I'd like to see them or Dark Order. Excellent. Excellent stuff. Um, let's move along here. And we have got Mark Mello. Says, hello, Alex and Stephanie. Full name, Steph. Uh, I hope you're both safe and well. I, I hope so, too, in my own home. Uh, my I question. I'm safe and Dexter <laughs> Loomis after yeah. all this. That's <laughs> it. I worry about it. Yeah. Dexter Loomis is, is like my Goldberg to you, to you right? I mean, a kidnapping by Sting, I wouldn't mind. But by Dexter Lewis, oh, I'll never get over that. The <laughs> it would take. <laughs> My question, uh, Mark Mello says, uh, for today is, is there any truth to Seth Rollins retiring Rey Mysterio at some point in the future? <laughs> I thought wow. that was a full stop after Seth Rollins retiring, and I thought it was like because I've been advocating yeah. for that. that yeah. You started a rumour, yeah. Possible even at WrestleMania 37. Thank you kindly for your responses. No, I sincerely doubt that. Rey Mysterio signed a new WWE deal. I don't think he's going to be retiring. Certainly not at this WrestleMania. Maybe the one after the one after that. And I think when he does, his son will be heavily involved. 
Steph? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Dominic over Tarim. Ray's, Ray really looks out for how to give Dominic the, the biggest push. So wouldn't surprise me if, if it was Dominic. Yeah. What well, bigger rub than that? And also, like, I'm sure Ray would, would love it that way too. Um, Ricardo Holt says, Adam Cole, bye bye, uh, is taking my heart and super kicking it to pieces. I love it. Uh, yeah, he is. I thought he did very well, actually. Um, convey, because a hard promo to do to like, because I'm watching it and I'm thinking, obviously rubbish, but he still did really well. And then I, he kind of sucked me in a little bit with Roddy. And then mm-hmm. there you had it. I thought it was good, Steph. Yeah, I thought it was good too. Benny Boy004 says, I think in agreement with Steph now. Who doesn't, my friend? This whole Loomis storyline is getting stupid. Oh, God. Fully off the Dex Express. Oh, he's off the train. Sorry, Dan. Jesus, come for Dan. Wow. Can't come from Mayor Painesville like that. We have a defection there. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Dan. Dan, I'm sorry, brother. I've got a foot on the train just because I like you. Um, George Yamin says, hot take, the most underrated tag team in the world is the Usos. Hot take, George. I think everyone knows they're really good, <laughs> to be honest. Um, I know what you mean. Like, maybe they're not celebrated in the same light as mm-hmm. a New Day or Young Bucks or someone like that. I think the Usos are as good as anyone in the world. And I especially think that as heels. I thought in 2016 when they first turned, that was one of the freshest character reinvigorations i've seen in ages and they were awesome so they're in that top bracket right steph yeah yeah they are they've put in so much good work over the past couple years and it'd be interesting to see what happens when they're back to being loose as well there's roman reign stuff going on um because jay's really like shown himself to be a good singles guy as well so i think the next chapter of their career will be very interesting yeah i think if you said the opposite like the Usos are overrated. That would have been like, whoa, you know, that would have been like a hot yeah. take kind of thing. Um, they're good. They're very, very good. Uh, Bohill, last but not least, uh, got one for you. Oh, no. Uh, create your perfect pay-per-view of your favourite matches of all time. Jesus Christ, Bo. We're running over and you hit me with this. Um, one men's single, one women's single, one tag, one gimmick of your choice. A wrestler can only be featured once, so no revolution tag. And Okada, uh, Okada Omega, for example. Um, Jesus Christ. I'm going to. matches that have already happened? That yeah. Have to do again. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. The gimmick match I'll choose is the TLC at WrestleMania 17 because it was just ridiculous. Um, and at, at that time, especially too. One women's single would be Bailey and Sasha from. The uh, takeover New York and the men's single, Jesus. I can't like the first one that runs to my head. No joke was Cody and Dustin. I don't know if that's an outrageous thing to say, um, but it, it's something different. It's got the emotional element, so I'm going with it. And what does that leave me with? Tag team, oh, Jesus. Ah, man, probably the Bucks and Omega and Page, probably. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. Anyway, go on, Steph. It's so hard. I have no idea. Right, first, I'm going to do the Bucks, uh, Omega, and Page as well as my time. Thief! A good chat. My <laughs> gimmick match is going to be the Rock and Triple H in a ladder match. From oh, so good. Yes. Um, 
which is my favorite gimmick match, ladder match, whatever you want to call it. Um, women's match. Oh, it's so hard. Um, I was just trying to really think about what was a really great women's match. Uh, it's tough, right? It's it's so tough to just pick one. Um, Charlotte and Natalia, the NXT oh, title. Yeah, I I love that match. I I cried watching that match when it first aired because it was well that, good. I thought that that's when when like I finally saw women being being treated anywhere near the men was that specific match and how those women were portrayed. Um, I will. Single- by the way, I will co-sign Charlotte in this spot any day. I think everyone knows <laughs> that. Continue, Steph. Yeah. Um, what else have I got? Men singles match. Is that it? Yeah. 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 Men singles match. I am gonna go for. I'm gonna be. I I thought you might say like Jay White Cota or something. I don't know. Well, you see, my ultimate dream match has never has never happened yet. So I'm instead gonna go for Jericho, and because yeah, I want to go for Jericho and Hangman Page. For the vacant AW title, and I want to go for that because oh, wow. I think okay. that is an underappreciated match because Hangman was not there yet. And I would say to everyone watching, because I've done it myself, please go back and watch that match now that we all love Hangman and want him to be like the future of AW because everything that you love about him now he conveys in that match. And it's it's I think a really underappreciated match that happened on a card where there was like a, so many great things that it kind of got a bit like lost and I think yeah Hangman wasn't there yeah and like Jericho winning was so inevitable but if you strip all that away I think it was, it was a great match. I think it was masterful the way that they put Hangman in that spot. They teased yeah. it. They came away, did the same with the Omega number one contender. They'll come away and when it is Paige's time, he's going to be a huge baby face wow. huge uh yeah Avondale. i don't think alex has ever worn his cap forwards hey listen <laughs> i much i look much better with my cap backwards <laughs> i prefer backwards let's just go back to backwards back, shall we backwards. um let the man wear his cap however he wants yeah <laughs> <laughs> the jump man, let him live. All right. Um, thank you, everyone. I know we've gone over here, but we had to to get to the ultra chat. But we really appreciate you getting them in. Steph, you being the hot take queen and the ultra chat machine. Thank you very much for your outing once again. We really appreciate Steph here on Thursdays, 8 p.m. Oh, I know, Uptown Avondale, you weren't judging. I know you weren't judging. These are facts. These are facts. Uptown Everdale knows me about as good as anyone. He watches me every goddamn day, and I appreciate him for it. Um, so, anyway, as I was giving my love tribute to Steph Chase in a wrestling journalism way, thank you very much uh, for coming and, and giving, donning us with your presence once more. And I encourage everyone to follow Steph and her coverage of AEW. One more time, Steph. Tell people where they can get you. On YouTube at Stephanie Chase Wrestling. It is coming up to Revolution Week, and I'll be celebrating Revolution bigger than WrestleMania. <laughs> I, literally, I have like all, I have taken nine days off like any kind of actually scheduled work to make it all content creation work and AW related, like doing things. So I am fully committed to making Revolution the biggest party of the 
non somewhere i don't know where it's going with that but yes follow me there um and you'll see undertaker bear again i'm glad you all i'm glad he all got a moment he got a moment there he's gonna have such a big ego he's gonna be fighting my other bears for supremacy now because he's just gonna think he's the man <laughs> and you know what uh just to let everyone know before you depart here uh, there were some conversations today for the wrestling daily as uh yep that does sound great but as sean says here good eggs there is some merch on the horizon for Wrestling Daily, all of us. We're all going to get our own Wrestling Daily shirts, apparently, Steph. This is happening. Um, and there's going to be good egg shirts, apparently. So if any of you out there have a design that you want to throw our way, maybe you want Steph's face on your shirt, I don't know. Maybe you do. But if you want to get us a good egg design in, please do it because uh, it is going to be made and also we're going to have our own twitter account in the near future as well apparently um so you'll be able to get clips of the show when steph is fanning people down you'll be able to get it bite-sized on twitter now so uh when all that happens i'll let you know but if yeah there you go i need a steph chase shirt guys get designs in honestly for any of the co-hosts for any things you know steph's got a million monikers i've already given her i'm sure you can make a shirt out of that um good eggs anything like that guys you are more than welcome we want you to be involved as much as possible please do get your designs into us and we would love to make it happen um until then steph steph will be back here next thursday 8 p.m as usual to dissect the go home show of aew and everything apparently so even though cody's like half dead and paralyzed he's gonna wrestle um and then uh, of course you can catch me tomorrow here with lou dangor 8 p.m until then thank you so much for your time we will see you later bye bye Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.